Welcome to the Brick and Market Podcast powered by Invita Social, the nation's leading multifamily marketing agency. This weekly podcast will give the lowdown on leasing up in the multifamily industry. I'm your host, Gracie Toledo. Hi, everyone. Happy Thursday, and welcome back to another episode of the Brick and Market Podcast. The feedback was loud and clear when we did this kind of episode last time. We absolutely love hearing from our clients. With that said, I'm back with another one of our fan favorite clients here at Invita. We've had the opportunity to work with her for a couple of years now and have seen some stellar performing social campaigns come out of our partnership. She's here today to chat with us all about how she's seen social media impact her properties firsthand and share her take on what's to come on the social horizon in the multifamily space. Welcome to the podcast, Angie DeWitt from the Habitat Company. Hi, Angie. How are you? Hi, Gracie. I'm good. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. We are so excited to have you. I know I've gotten the opportunity to work with you and I know a couple other teammates of mine have as well. And you are just a complete ball of sunshine to work with. So I'm super excited to have you on today. Oh my gosh. Likewise to literally everybody I've worked with at Invita. These are my favorite (laughs) conversations. So obviously we're pretty familiar with who you are and what you do, but for those who aren't, why don't you give us a quick rundown about yourself and how you got into the multifamily space? Yeah. Absolutely. So kind of a long road. This is really my first um, opportunity in the multifamily sphere. Mm -hmm. I actually started um, after I graduated from my undergrad several years ago at this point, Mm -hmm. and I was doing part-time public relations for a robotics institution. And then I went to doing reception at a biosciences place while I worked on my master's. Yeah, so it kind of like spanned the gamut of different industries. And whenever I got my master's, then I really kind of took a more career building role at a healthcare research organization that was through West Virginia University. And it was through that that I really got to hone in on my marketing background and really kind of put the skills I had learned to the test. So, you know, kind of through all of that, I got into the whole marketing you know, industry here. And there's not a lot of marketing opportunities in Morgantown, West Virginia. So (laughs) I wanted to kind of, you know, move to a bigger city and see, you know, what was out there and came to Chicago and just absolutely loved it. And by some stroke of fortune, I was called in an interview for the Habitat company and the rest is history. That's awesome. Wow. You have such like a diverse background, like robotics. That sounds intense. It was very cool, but it was definitely an intense thing to do. Um, so since you've stepped into the space, how has it changed from then to now with the intro of all these new platforms, all these new resources, video stories? How has it really shifted since you've been in the space? So it's been really exciting to watch this shift take place. So, I mean, I'm, I'm 28. So I since my freshman year of high school, you know, social media has always been present in my life, whether it was like Zanga, MySpace, Facebook. And it's really cool to see how once 2020 hit, everything just skyrocketed in terms of numbers and usage and people on social media. So even from the time I started at Habitat in 2019 to the fateful month of March, 2020, (laughs) just the crazy change that we've experienced. Yeah. RIP through that, um, just couple of months even. And so I feel like there was a whole industry shift And we've always really felt like, you know, there was something strong with social media. And once that happened and occurred and you had this whole new audience of people that were just on their cell phones all the time and on their computers all the time, Mm -hmm. it was a whole new market that you could really reach out to. So we've really just 
leaned into that. And, you know, we've dug into using reels for our habitat Instagram. And we're really excited about Invita's new plan where we'll get to do reels with the properties. So we cannot wait for that. And just, you know, the explosion of TikTok and just seeing this new content, it just showcasing these communities in a way that didn't really exist before that has been really, really exciting for us. Yeah. It's cool to see the more opportunities that are opening up to really get your property in front of new eyes. Um, I say this all the time, but with TikTok, you're even tapping into an audience that's just reaching that age where renting would be of interest to them. So it's really cool to have the opportunity to test out so many different platforms and so many different um, types of media um, and see kind of what works for your property. Yeah, absolutely. It's It's been really cool too, because I feel like if you're not, you know, actively day-to-day working with social media, you don't kind of understand a lot of these different nuances. Mm-hmm. So we had a lot of videography that we would be posting for our properties, you know, prior to even the explosion of reels. Mm-hmm. And we did some like commercial styled penthouse videos for uh, 133, mm-hmm. 1333. And those were really, really cool. And they did well on social media, but they don't even compare to how like the reels are performing because it lives on the grid and it doesn't reach this audience that reels are in this explore tab where people are you know liking and finding and sharing and it just they blow up and it's just been really cool to kind of see how it's it's a video one way or the other but it reaches an entirely different audience absolutely the reels algorithm has like a secret sauce that none of us can really figure out but we just know to lean into them Yeah, it's amazing. So now that we have a little background on your experience within the multifamily space and the robotic space, I'm still like in shock. (laughs) That's so cool. I'd love to chat more about how you've seen social work. It's magic to help lease up your properties. So can you share an instance where you've seen firsthand how social has helped lease up a property or increase the amount of tours, something along those lines where you've seen social really make an impact? Yeah. So we've had a couple of different experiences with this. And again, most of these really fall back on reels and the magic of the algorithm. Um, But I would say our, you know, most predominant example would be the influencers that we've been using at Hubbard Place, which we've gone through you guys for. So just shout out to you for making that such an enjoyable experience. And it's just been really cool because I feel like, you know, adding an influencer gives this more human element to your post. You know, it's not just like a static image of a model unit or the amenity space. It's somebody showing you what your life could be like if you live there. Mm -hmm. And I think that that human element at Hubbard Place just really helped out. It reached a whole new audience and we had all these people wanting to tour. Our website traffic just skyrocketed. And it was just really exciting to see like, it was an influencer, you know, we brought somebody in who this is just what they do. And that was my first experience working with an influencer aside Mm -hmm. from, you know, me falling prey and buying things on Instagram all the time (laughs) because of influencers. It was kind of fun to be on the other end of that Mm -hmm. since I'm like, I am my target demographic here. So what would (laughs) I want to see? And that's been really cool. And, you know, that's directly through you guys, which we've really, really enjoyed. Um, But even just these like fun videos that we've been trying to do. We've had a lot of success just seeing um, a lot of engagement with them and people just seeming to enjoy it and really kind of leaning more back into that human element. We've been trying to add some humor to our videos Mm -hmm. and we 
have, so we have a mannequin at Habitat (laughs) and he has kind of become our mascot of the company. Just, oh my gosh, we've been having a blast. He, we originally got him to help promote our Habitat swag store. And we thought Mm -hmm. we'd just, you know, occasionally dress him up and move him around. But he has sort of taken on a life of his own. Oh, he has a full-time job. He does. He has a cubby in our little marketing cubicle. So he's got a place to sit. And his name is Habichad, and he has a dog named Barkley. So (laughs) we take him around to the properties from time to time. And those videos just, they, you can really see people enjoy those. Yeah. Um, So we took him to Hubbard Place as our own little influencer. Mm -hmm. And we did this video of the community manager, Juan Mendoza, carrying Habichad around. And it was just so much fun to do. And we've taken Barkley to Elm Street Plaza and Asbury Plaza whenever they Mm -hmm. both became dog friendly, just to kind of create like a fun little video of us dragging him through the property by his fake leash and just really trying to add, you know, some more humor to it. That it's not just your, your typical, you know, property development management company, social media, but it really just kind of adds some new flair. And Mm -hmm. we've had a lot of fun with that. And we've seen a lot of great engagement with, you know, taking that approach as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I really think it speaks to the humanization element of social. Like you mentioned, we can post, you know, floor plans, we can post model unit photos and all of that is good and perfect for, you know, your property social, but to take it a step further and to really engage the kind of audience that is on social nowadays, I think it's imperative that you do add some humanization and a face behind the name, like with, with Habitat, that's fantastic. Like so genius. And I'm sure people love that because they're like, okay, these aren't just a bunch of, you know, stuffy executives at a, at a development company. These are people who have a personality and that can translate into what people think when they look at one of your properties and when, or when they're considering moving somewhere. So I think humanization always performs well. And, you know, with those influencer campaigns that they just perform so well. And of course there's no shortage of really talented content creators in Chicago. So those have been so much fun. And it's such a beautiful community too, that I just feel like, you know, adding that human element to it. And you're like, wow, I want to live at Hubbard Place. I want those views. I want to experience that amenity and pool deck. And it's just, I, yeah, like I agree with you. It's just, it's completely different than just having that static image of nobody in it, just, you know, landscaping and a beautiful pool. (laughs) That's wonderful, but you, you can't envision yourself there quite as well. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the difference between really leaning into what's trending on social now and then just kind of having a page. You're going to be the ones that get the foot in the door and have people, you know, coming to tour your property as opposed to the guy down the road who, you know, is running one social ad and posts, you know, static images every day of the week. That's kind of what's setting the Habitat properties, at least from what I've seen, apart from everything else. It's definitely really, really exciting. So I'm very happy to hear you say that. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Um, So last but definitely not least, what would you say to those properties who are skeptical about activating a social media campaign for their property or adding in an influencer campaign or creating those Instagram reels? What would be your advice to them? So I feel like Sometimes it does take a little bit of coaching to really understand why social media is so important. Mm -hmm. There still seems to be like the stigma around, you know, being on your phone all the time or always being on social media, but it's a real force to be reckoned with in any industry these days. And it's something to really lean into. And so what we've really experienced is for, you know, properties that have a millennial or Gen Z demographic, 
Having a really aesthetic and cohesive social media presence is crucial. You know, prospects want to see that they would be living at a community that's as tech savvy as they are. And having a messy social media presence doesn't really give them that impression. So we're always, you know, really, really recommending to all of our communities to onboard social media management and to run campaigns and to do these unique and, you know, branded aesthetic approaches that's really going to capture more traffic. And I think of myself as a renter, when I was looking at apartments and whatnot, I would first things first, go to their Instagram. And if they had that presence and had the opportunity for me to have that behind the scenes look, I was instantly drawn to it and would, you know, consider that more than others who maybe didn't have a strong social presence or just didn't even have one at all. I mean, if you're not there, then you are not going to get that lease, you know? Yeah, exactly. I, I completely agree. You know, as whenever I was renting as well, the same thing. Like you just you want to know that you're in a like-minded community and that it's, you know, really, you know, falls in line with the way that you live and the things that you find important. And I, I think sometimes that just takes a little bit of understanding instead of just thinking like, oh, posting on Instagram or oh, you're on Facebook, but there's so much more to it. Absolutely. There has to be a strong strategy that you know will resonate. And that's kind of our big thing is we want to ensure that we're not only posting this beautiful content, but that it's backed by those numbers. And we know the audience is going to resonate and we're going to get that engagement. So a posting strategy is so integral for a successful campaign and just a successful social media presence overall. So before we go, I do have a really fun rapid fire question game that I play with all of my guests and it's all things social media, but a little more tailored to you as an individual. So are you ready? I don't know, but I guess I have to be. So let's do it. <laughs> what is your MVP social platform and how long do you think Think you spend scrolling on it a day? Mine is definitely TikTok. Yep. I very frequently get that pop-up video that TikTok has so nicely put together, <laughs> letting me know that I have been scrolling for way too long. Yep. Usually I scroll past that and I'm like, mind Absolutely. your business and I'll just keep going. But I definitely, you know, through creating more reels for like the Habitat company. I'm spending a lot more time on Instagram reels than I previously did. And I definitely see, you know, a lot of duplicate content, which is great for me because then I can just stick to Instagram while I'm on it. And I don't feel like I need to bounce back and forth, but I'm just a tremendous TikTok fan. It sucks me right in. What's a social post or a social trend that always makes you stop the scroll and engage with it? I really enjoy. Uh, so I just have like this big love for the city of Chicago. So mm -hmm. I follow a lot of these company or these, uh, a lot of these Instagram accounts that are like drone videography of Chicago or just cool views and videos. And mm -hmm. I will stop what I'm doing every time just to watch those. I just love seeing, you know, they're, they're always, of course, from magnificent rooftops and showcasing the entire city with beautiful music. And those always capture me every single time. Absolutely. And again, it just kind of goes to show like video is it. If you could only follow one person on social, who would it be and why? You know what? Actually, I was going to think longer about that, but I don't think I need to. My favorite account, it's on TikTok, but it's also now on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I love the corporate Natalie account. I don't know if you follow she her. So funny. Her and Rod, when they like yes. up. Oh my God. So oh my gosh. Yeah. When corporate Natalie and corporate bro, I think that's his name when they get together. I'm like, this is the highlight of my life. And I also absolutely love the videos 
where she's talking about her boss, Bruce, finding her online and seeing all these videos. I just, oh my gosh, I think those are so funny. So I know TikTok is your number one, couldn't agree more. And people who say they aren't scrolling on TikTok for hours on end are lying to themselves. So when you are (laughs) scrolling, what's your favorite TikTok trend to watch and engage with? I really, really enjoy the makeup tutorials but like the crazy costume makeup. I think those are so much fun. I don't have a single makeup skill to my name. Like I just, I just can't do it. Like a little bit of eyeshadow, some mascara, and I have to call it a day. So watching these videos and seeing these content creators, you know, sharing that it took like 13 hours to put this look together. And I'm just like blown away. And I could watch those for days, especially like the really scary Halloween ones. I think those are a ton of fun. That it's crazy the different talents that people bring to TikTok. You know, anything from, like you said, the makeup people to the organization to people who are songwriters and singers. It's, I think that's what's so addicting about TikTok. I always get really sucked in um, whenever somebody does like the here is a mashup of two songs that shouldn't go together, but they do. Yes. Oh my gosh. I lo- like, I'll get sucked into those and scroll for hours and just saving song or like sounds that I really like. And then, you know, when we post a reel later on, I'm like, oh, I remember I have this whole collection of just like fun mashups to go through. I think those are so addicting to listen to. It's like, who knew that earth, wind and fire would mesh so well with Justin Timberlake? <laughs> <laughs> right. But then you hear it and you're like, this was meant to be. Well, thank you so much, Angie, for coming on the podcast today. It was really great getting to talk to you and pick your brain about all things social media in the multifamily space. Gracie, thank you for having me. This was a blast. We will be back next week with a brand new episode where we will be discussing all things Google My Business. Stay tuned. Thanks for listening to the Brick and Market Podcast powered by Invita Social, the nation's leading multifamily marketing agency. New episodes drop every Thursday at 8 a.m. Eastern. You can find the Brick and Market Podcast anywhere you get your podcasts. Tune in next week for more on how to turn your leads into leases.